Welcome, everybody. That was intense. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Act, Protect, Engage Academy podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Chase H. We are back with Season 2, Episode 2. Today, uh, it's going to be a quick episode, and we're going to talk about the Maori in a little bit more detail. Last episode, we briefly talked about them, and we talked about the Tamoko, which is their version of tattoos, okay? But it's not simply just ink on your body. It has much deeper cultural meaning, okay? And what we just heard is a perfect example. That was a version of the haka, which is commonly misunderstood as simply a war dance, but it's much, much more complex than that. Each tribe had their own version of the haka, and it really represented their individual tribe and their individual heritage, right? Each tribe had their own unique version, and it was not only used to intimidate their enemies, but it was also used to encourage their own troops. And it was used in various ceremonies, all right, from weddings to funerals to religious rituals, okay? So... We're going to get right into it. We're not going to waste any time. Usually I have a long musical intro. Not today, all right? Um, I really want to use today to kind of uh, clarify some of the things that we talked about last episode. And if, you, and if you haven't heard last episode, please check us out, all right? So this is going to lead right into my quick housekeeping notes, all right? I got to write these down because my wife says I have a bad memory. Uh, quick story. I'm trying to take a memory test at the VA, but I keep forgetting to take the memory test. So I need to write everything down, all right? So housekeeping. First things first, we want to thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate every single listener, okay? It means a lot to us that you're even taking the time to listen to me blab on and on, ad nauseum, womp, 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 womp. So thank you so much. And we love that you're here to learn and really kind of enjoy history and just have a good time, right? So we appreciate you. Secondly, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. So we're on all podcast platforms. So we're talking Apple, Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty much any mainstream platform that you can think of to get podcasts, we are available, okay? So if you have a few extra seconds or even a few minutes, that'd be great. Please uh, subscribe to us, meaning you're going to get updates when we have a new episode. So if you're sitting around, you're watching 600-pound life or Natural Geographic like I do, Life Below Zero, which is one of my favorite shows, and you hear a bing and you look on your phone, you might see a notification that says A.P.E. Academy Podcast has a new episode streaming now. That's how you know we got something new coming out, okay? Uh, and if you rate us, that really helps. And I want you guys to be honest because I look at all the ratings and I look at all the reviews. And I really use those to make the podcast better. So every single piece of feedback really, really helps. And that leads right into the review. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's one word or a freaking paragraph, okay? Anything helps. Everything is appreciated. So 
We really, really take all that seriously. Also, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe or not subscribe. I'm sorry. Follow us on Instagram. Last time I kind of just mentioned, oh, it was Ape Academy podcast on Instagram, right? Let me uh, add a little bit more detail to that. So it's A-P-E underscore Academy podcast, right? Type it in your search engine. It'll pop right back up. We were taken down from Instagram at 30,000 followers. We're trying to build it back up. It's going to take a long time, but I think we can do it, okay? I know we can do it with your help. So please subscribe or follow us. I keep saying subscribe. Follow us. Um, so on my IG page, we're going to have a lot of uh, pictures and videos that relate to each podcast episode. So for every podcast episode, we'll have a correlating uh, you know, photo uh, that depicts some of the things we discuss or a short video. If you want the microwave version, the quick version of the podcast, you can check out that, and I'll have a short video describing what we talked about. Also, we're on TikTok. Ape Academy Pod is our TikTok. Same thing with TikTok. I really enjoy TikTok because it kind of forces you to be very concise and detailed because it doesn't let you do too long of a video. So please, you can follow us on both. We're trying to grow our following on that as well, okay? We really appreciate you guys. So, housekeeping is over. <laughs> if you if you are just joining us and you didn't see the last episode, uh, basically what we're doing in this series is we're talking about tattooing, right? Tattoos themselves. What do they mean? What are their cultural significance? What's the history behind tattoos? How did tattoos become kind of a stigmatized mark of criminality? How did it evolve from that into a mainstream widely accepted practice that you can see even in corporate America. And that's really what we want to explore. And this is something that I'm personally passionate about because I have, I think I have at this point about 20 tattoos all over my body. And I know that for me, each tattoo has a deep meaning, um, whether it relates to my personal passions or my principles or something that happened in my past. The art that we etch on our bodies means something. There's cultural significance. And a lot of times people just think, oh, someone's just trying to just be cool and look cool and put something on their body. Yeah, there are some people that do that. But in a lot of cultures, tattoos mean much, much more. And what we're going to do is we're going to start in the West. And when I mean West, what I'm referring to is North America and Europe. All right? But... Tattooing in North America and Europe has influences from other parts of the globe. And in particular, last episode we talked about Polynesia. If you don't know a lot about Polynesia, check out the last episode. Briefly, it's a series of hundreds, maybe even thousands of islands, okay, in the Pacific Ocean. And the Polynesian people are maritime people. What does that mean? What that means is their societies were based around water. Seafaring people. So they traveled back and forth a lot between the islands. So there's a lot of what we call cross-fertilization, which is cross-cultural exchange. The exchange of ideas back and forth between cultures and between people. And in the last episode, we talked about Englishmen 
Captain Cook, Captain James Cook, who was one of the first Europeans, actually the first European, to interact with Polynesians, right? In their in their their home islands, the indigenous people of the islands. And his sailors interacted with the people and they became um kind of intertwined, right? In how they shared uh their cultures, right? European sailors brought tattooing from Polynesia back to Europe. They reintroduced tattooing to Europe. Europe had kind of forgotten about tattoos. Um, beginning in the 16th century, Europeans ha had gone back and forth from the Holy Land, which is now the Middle East, right? Jerusalem, Israel, that area. They would get some souvenirs, small souvenirs, put on their body as to remember their time in the Holy Land. These were the earliest form of European tattoos. But they had kind of fallen out of favor. They were kind of forgotten. Captain Cook and his crew brought tattooing back to Europe. It re they reintroduced it back to Europe. All right? So that's what we talked about on the last episode. Okay? And further, on top of that, we talked about how European colonialism really, really impacted how indigenous people were able to express themselves and really practice their cultural habits, right? Their culture. Colonialism suppressed many things within indigenous society. Among those were tattooing. Chief among those were tattooing. We talked about the Tamoko which is the Maori, which is the indigenous people of New Zealand, their form of tattooing. And that form of tattooing was deeply rooted in many, many cultural tradition, uh, traditions of the Maori and represented rites of passage for both men and women. It, they basically served as a marker, right? So you know how if you check your wallet, you have your ID, you have a driver's license, maybe, oh, you better not carry your social security card, but you have your driver's license, maybe your social security card, uh, your passport, whatever. And that's kind of how people can identify you. But in Maori culture, uh, culture, you are identified by the tattoos on your body, right? Whether you're a warrior, you were married, what your status was in society, were you highborn, right? Were you part of the nobility? Were you a chief? Okay. All these things could be discerned from looking at your tattoos. Also, you can kind of trace your lineage through your tattoos. So that's one of the main things we talked about in the last episode. I'm not going to say too much because I want you guys to check <laughs> to check it out, right? I, I, I don't want to give it all away. Today, I'm going to give a few more details about the Tamoko and the Maori in general, okay? First things first, I want to apologize for my mispronunciation in the last episode. I have a kind of a Philly, New Jersey accent, and I added an L. So the whole time I was saying Mallory. It's really Maori, okay? So first things first, let me fix that. I'm not too big to say the mistake. More people need to do that in this society these days. Okay, so let's talk about it a little bit more, all right? First things first. There was a distinct separation of labor when it came to the crafts in Maori culture. 
Despite this distinctive separation of labor, the Maori managed to achieve much higher sophistication in their arts than other Polynesians. Among the most notable crafts were carvings made out of wood, right? So they used wood for artistic carvings. Maori artisans, they carved the wood, but they also worked with bone and stones. We talked about last time how the Maori used bone and stone to carve into this flesh certain designs and images. And within those wounds, those open wounds, they would rub ink into them. That's how they used to tattoo their own people. Jade and other types of green stones were especially prized for jewelry, but they were also used to create carving tools. And some of the most common models were depictions of the ancestors. Some of these carvings were sacred and they were tied closely with tribal identity. Okay, we talked about identity. Tattoos represent your identity. Tamoko, or tattoos, played a similar role as wood carvings. Certain details represented personal achievements and milestones, while others were tied to one's lineage and status. Almost the entire body could be used for tattooing, but the most common places were the face, thighs, and buttocks for men, and the chin, breast, and neck for women. If you Google Maori women tattoos, tamoko, you'll see most women in Maori culture were tattooed on their chin, right under their lip, their lower lip. Okay? It's really, really interesting. Backs were another common place for tattoos for both genders. The intricacy of tattoo patterns increased in the classical period, which is around the time that the Maori kind of came in contact with the Europeans. And they surpass many other Polynesian cultures. So, I'm going to say this. Most historians tend to shy away from generalities. But since the Polynesians were such a maritime people, they moved around so much, they really, really have very uh, distinct cultures. They're very... Uh, culturally distinctive, but they also share many traits just by natural interactions, okay? So to create their beautiful tattoos, they would use straight chisels instead of serrated ones. And the serrated ones were used before European contact. The punctures left small scars which created relief designs on the skin. And these scar, this scar tissue added a new dimension to the basic two-dimensional paint patterns. Further, Maori tattoos use both positive and negative pattern aspects, adding another layer of complexity. So they're basically very, very, very complex tattoos. And you would think, oh, well, you know, they didn't have a lot of technology. They didn't have the modern tattooing or tattoo gun. How did they become so complex? Well, just because they didn't have modern tools doesn't mean they weren't able to create tat, uh, complex and intricate designs. All right. One of the things I found the most interesting was really the connection between the tattoo and someone's heritage. Right. And we're going to talk about that in a second. 
So, the Tamoko is probably the most recognizable form of traditional Maori art. Tamoko had its roots in mythology. And legend has it, Maori legend has it, has it that the chiefs, so the chiefs of the tribe were taught the art of tattooing from the spirits of the underworld. Since producing quality tattoos required a lot of skills, the tattoo artists were often regarded as tehunga, right? Or priests, right? Highly thought of priests with almost mystical religious power. The process itself, the process of tattooing itself was highly ritualized. We talked about that in the last episode as well. And considered tapu or magic. Okay, so we're not talking about like Dungeons and Dragons or Magic the Gathering. We're talking about magic in the sense that it had power, real power. To many indigenous communities, even in North America as well, really it's, it's, a, it's a trait that's shared among many indigenous people. Magic was everywhere. It was in the earth. It was in the rocks. It was in the animals. It was in humans. And some of the most powerful people had the most magic or tapu in the Maori cases. Magic was everywhere. It was the source of your strength. It could heal you. It could defeat you. And if you were successful in battle, most likely you had superior magic. Sometimes if you passed away early, your magic failed you. Okay? So tattoos are connected to the... Uh, mystical, almost spiritual realm to the Maori. While many Europeans linked Tamoko with warrior feats, it was actually another way to showcase personal mana, is what we just talked about. So, a lot of European observers thought that the Maori just used tattoos as kind of like an intimidation factor, like just to be scary and tough and intimidate their enemies, but it really wasn't about that. It was much deeper. It was kind of like a personal representation of how powerful you are internally, your spiritual power. Something you, it was almost like they were trying to take what was inside, the power they had in the inside, and put it on the outside. Like, this is what I represent. This is how powerful I am. Look at my tattoos. However, despite this, some people were so sacred that despite their immense mana, they could not get a tattoo, as piercing their skin would be seen as breaking their tapu. These could be highly important chiefs, persons of great lineage, or more commonly, tohunga priests. Like other art forms, the details and styles of tamoko changed over time, and all tribes had some unique pattern of their own. The tools also change, right? So we talked about how history evolves, right? One of the one of the most interesting thing about histories is tracing the evolution of things through time. History is not static, and I, I said this I think earlier in the podcast, is living and is breathing. So it's fascinating to see how societies, how people can change and adapt and evolve over time. The tools change, but the idea behind them did not. It changed from bone and metal ch chittles to modern day needles. Like any other type of art, Tamoko went through a resurgence in the 1960s, right? And, and we see that in America as well. There are many things that went through a resurgence in the 60s. It was a really, really interesting time, an exciting time to be alive. 
But while it, it uh, went through a resurgence in the 60s, it also kind of leaked outside to non-Maori, and it raised the question of cultural appropriation. While some Maori were against it, other uh, or against outsiders using their traditional designs without any regard to their meaning or value, others, they see no problem in having tattoos inspired by their indigenous traditions, as long as the people who have these tattoos do not call it tamoko. Right? It's not like the typical like Jersey Shore guy with the tan and he's doing his laundry and he's going to the gym and he's getting his tan and he gets like this cool, really dope tribal tattoo. Like, no. <laughs> they don't agree with that, but they see nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong with outsiders using it, um, using their kind of designs as long as they don't try to claim the Tamoko. So, that's just a quick, uh, I don't know, add-on to last podcast. This is more of a bonus episode. I didn't want to make it too long. I don't want to bore you guys. Womp, womp, womp. I just want to add a little bit more detail and kind of stress certain things. Our next podcast, we're going to talk about the creation of the myth of the native other. All right? And this is really going to get at the root of kind of our discussion of the evolution of tattooing, of how it changed over time. In the beginning, early on, tattoos were seen kind of to represent primitive people, barbarians and savages, kind of like a, a dark art, a mysterious thing that people could not understand, but they're curious about. And we see an evolution from that into what we see today as a mainstream accepted art form. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had a great time listening. Once again, we got more good stuff coming. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Ape. We're going to listen to traditional Maori songs to close out. Remember, put God in your family first. Keep the faith. Never give up on yourself. Keep grinding and never let anyone tell you you cannot achieve your dreams. Anything's possible. You can rebuild. If you're down right now, look to the future. Don't look to the past. I know I did. God bless you guys. I love you. Ape out. Join us early next week for the next episode. It's going to be fire.